I'm Mandy Yakich from Creative Matters, and you're listening to Creative Matters On Air, where I have conversations with new and established artists from around New Zealand. I love to listen to artists' stories and learn about their creative process, and maybe you do too, which is why I've made this podcast, to inspire, inform and educate. I hope you can take away something positive and encouraging from each of these amazing stories to help you on your own creative journey. Welcome to Creative Matters Episode 7. Thank you so much for joining me. Today I'm talking to Katrina Lloyd. Katrina is an abstract painter and a mother of two boys living at Murawai Beach, northwest of Auckland. She has a passion for interpreting the many layers of her natural environment, where she sees endless paintings, textures, colours, lines, shapes, light and movement, all through the mighty energy of the west coast of New Zealand. I absolutely love talking to Katrina today, and I'm sure you're going to enjoy listening. She tells us all about her process and her practice, which um, is incredibly involved and has many different layers. And uh, it was beautiful to hear her speaking of her dad and the contribution he's made and the gift he's given her, really, for her art going forward. So uh, sit back, grab a wine or a cup of tea. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to Creative Matters on Air, Katrina. It's so nice to have you here. How are you? Yeah, good. It's um, really good to be here. I love hanging out in your lounge and looking at all your beautiful artwork. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Tanya calls it the Creative Matters headquarters. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. It's where all the thinking <laughs> yeah. happens. Yeah. Lots yeah. of eye candy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's nice to have you here. I know you've had a lot on at the moment. So, um, just tell yeah. us, what have you been up to? Um. Lately, I have been working on a little body of work for the Art Form Gallery in Matakana, and so just dropped that off the other day, and that was showing last weekend, so that felt good to have that done, Um, and really just trying to get some momentum going with my painting. You know, there's lots of interruptions in life, especially at the moment, and... um, with the lockdowns and having young kids and school holidays and sick kids and I just um yeah, just wanting to have a good run, I guess. Mm. And so I have had a good run, but I've perhaps overdone it. <laughs> yeah. Common thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's just go back to the beginning. We can explore all yeah. of that stuff a bit later. Sure. So um, can you tell us about where you were born, um, what kind of childhood you had, and if you were showing creative tendencies? (laughs) Uh, I was born in Lower Hutt, and we moved when I was about three and a half to Pukekohe, and then we moved again another three and a half years later to the North Shore. I I lived in a couple of different places on on the North Shore, and um, so probably the bulk of my growing up was... Um, yeah, I'm a shore kid, mm, I where guess. from where? I'm a shore um, kid too. Milford. Oh, I lived in Milford. Did you? Ah, and Birkenhead. Yeah. Ah. Those were the two main places. And so what schools did you go to? I went to St. Joseph's Primary in Pukekohe and Takapuna, and I went to Carmel College. Um, but we, were, we weren't a Catholic family, but mum and dad chose the Catholic family route. Yeah. yeah, they like the small schools, and I think mum 
like the fact that I was in a uniform and single not, sex. Not not well, not so much that, just not stressing her out about my outfits. <laughs> <laughs> it was a practical choice. I <laughs> love it. She's gonna love that one. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have uh, outfit things? Were you a bit obsessed with outfits? Oh or? yeah, I think from a very young age I found it a way to express myself for sure. I just loved it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, definitely. Oh just couldn't get enough of colour and pattern and wearing, you know, and the theatrics of clothes and, yeah, ah, like so a lot of little girls, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Can you remember your favourite crazy outfits? Mm. There's quite a few. Um, nothing in particular. I do recall that I used to um, steal my mum's clothes and wear them at school on, <laughs> on Mufti Day. <laughs> cool. <laughs> because I was always looking to for new material to create a different outfit. and. Um, yeah, not sure if she knows that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably <Interesting>. does. <laughs> so did you sneak it out of the house and put it in your yeah. school bag? Yeah, and then I'd get changed at, really? um, at school into a different... <laughs> Love it. And were you like deconstructing the outfits or just wearing her dresses? Oh, no, no deconstructing totally, yeah. Yeah, I can remember a, a layered number with some of her like collots. I don't know how I managed to pull it off with the size difference and like a mesh singlet over the top of a t-shirt which the mesh singlet was I wasn't really allowed to wear it was a bit it was a bit rough and uh yeah so I was anyway (laughs) it's just (laughs) something I'd completely forgotten I love it yeah that's a good story okay so um you know as you were growing up were you apart from the outfits oh yeah were you doing kind of makey things uh I I always like to spend a lot of time on my own in the garden. Yeah, the garden was definitely a place where I I think I just found my peace and, you know, um, a good sort of creative outlet because I'd play a lot with materials from the garden. Yeah. And I was fascinated with plants. So I can remember obsessing over – I remember – obsessing over the uh, fern when I found in the centre of it a a baby kuru, which is white and, f- you know, looks uh, and furry and just looks so different. And I just remember discovering that and uh, it would pretty much take my breath away. Mm, <laughs> so cool. it, it was that sort of thing that, um, yeah, just it was a happy time by myself in the garden. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And were you actually making things or just observing? I, I used to make a lot of potions. Um, and as a kid, I, I did a little bit of – I love drawing uh, and painting, but there wasn't a lot of that going on in our house. I was really into cooking. I got into cooking at a pretty young age. That was a big creative outlet for me. The moment I was allowed to get in the kitchen was a good day. Mm. Yeah, And that kind of leads on from the potion making. In the yeah, garden. for sure, yeah. That's interesting, isn't it? So you were kind of noticing textures and oh, yeah. and things from a really early age, mm, mm. which you still do now, don't mm, you? Mm. Colours. Mm, mm. Colours and textures, yeah. Mm. So what, what happened from the from the garden potions? Uh, well, like I said, I got into cooking and, um, you know, art-wise I think was really more when I got to secondary or intermediate where we had that more available to us. Uh, you know, I, I can recall doing a, a bit of drawing at school and I could never, at primary school, and I could never stay on the page. My scale was too big. And I remember just feeling really excited about the drawing module, you know, and but 
sort of a bit frustrated at the fact that I seemed to be the only one that couldn't keep it, my pictures on the page. So, that's yeah. interesting, isn't it? Yeah. And that's actually kind of relevant to me now. I can sort of see that my scale needs to be big. I need a bigger boundary. Mm. So you, you <laughs> yeah. have trouble still drawing within a smaller space. Kind of yeah, it, it affects the way that I work, yeah. Mm. It's just something I've been learning recently. But mm. uh, And then, you know, my parents were both very creative people. My mother was a graphic artist and and very creative in everything she did. And um, yeah, so it was around me, but we sort of didn't get stuck into it at home. It yeah. was encouraged, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it was just sort of, we just kind of, I mean, my parents were always supportive, but it wasn't sort of something that we did a lot at home, you know. Mm. It was an intermediate that I think I can remember really getting into it. And mm. then um, I had a big boost of confidence because I got the second prize in an international art competition. Wow. <laughs> and and it went on the news and or top half and in the newspaper. So I got all this attention. Some of it was um not not the greatest attention. Really? <laughs> um yeah, Ooh. that's another story. And uh, oh, but, <laughs> I'd love to hear that story. Um and but also my art teacher and intermediate thought I was great so she helped boost my confidence mm. and you know um she was on the news too so um it was all like this big yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah was that Tackburn and Normal Intermediate no that was that Carmel was, I was Carmel. part of Carmel yeah, yeah. I went to Tackburn and Normal oh did you yeah, yeah. and Westlake Girls ah mm-hmm. uh-huh. so um what was the prize I mean what was the what was the project uh it was uh the I can't remember what the brief was, but I drew a picture of my dream, my dreams, my dreamscape. And I can't remember, yeah, what, like I said, what the brief was, but that's what I came up with. And I mean, I honestly don't think it was the most amazing picture, but anyway, I got the prize. Mm. And was that abstract? Uh, it was quite surreal. Yeah, it mm. was sort of, you know, me actually floating up into escape and um, – dreams have always been a big thing for me you know I think that's probably why I went straight to that subject matter it probably did have quite a good little surrealist vibe going on mm. yeah how cool yeah yeah <laughs> and, so, and you felt like you could draw growing up yeah it's something that I, f- I had a confidence in mm. yeah and to be honest I struggled with quite a lot of stuff at school but that was an area where I, I felt more free more confident and I got a lot of pleasure from yeah. Mm. So, yeah. It's your happy place. Yeah. Yeah. And then going through high school, mm. what happened then with your art? Um, yeah, I I did all the, I followed all the art subjects because that was, you know, a strength and a passion of mine and you know, I did art and design and art history and uh, we didn't Carmel didn't have some of the modules that they have, you know, that they had I think they're a lot better now, but um I hit sixth or seventh form and then I started to really struggle with the requirements, the curriculum requirements for judging art. And um, yeah, it was actually kind of quite a challenging time because I want, I'd sort of discovered a whole new way of wanting to paint and make marks. And it the teachers were just sort of going, you, you know, you, you probably fail if you if you go down this path. And I, I was so frustrated. Mm. Uh, um, 
and you know we had a little bit of conflict around it and I just yeah I think I got reasonable marks you know nothing nothing outrageously good but I couldn't understand that art was to be judged in that way you know that art of all things was to be judged mm. where you're not allowed to find your natural way with it yeah so did you actually yeah. do the mark making or did you do what the um, suggested? I, yeah, I attempted to, but I went way off um, track from what was required. And and I think what I was doing suffered as a result. So I was kind of caught in the middle, mm. you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then did that put you off for a little while? Uh, no, it made me want to go down that path even more. So... I went to see the careers counsellor, is that what they were at school? And, um, yeah, so asked her about, I wanted to go to Elam or to fine arts, to study the fine arts. And she sort of suggested that maybe I get into design because, um, you know, I'd probably just end up being a gallerist was pretty much my only option if I if I did a fine art degree, which I thought was quite strange that it wasn't even talked about that I could be an artist. So mm. um, I actually applied to Elam and I ended up doing spatial design at AUT, which um, in the first year was art and design intermediate, where you do everything. But uh, I applied to Elam and they got back to me and said I was on a short list. So if I went away and studied something related for a year and came back, then I'd pretty much guaranteed a spot. And so I did that, but I didn't go back. <laughs> I kind of just um, got a bit, yeah, I got preoccupied, I guess. Mm. Yeah. With the other course you were doing? Oh, uh, yeah, and just with, I don't think, I think I probably should have taken some time off and just worked or travelled or, you know, um, yeah. Mucked around. Mm. So did you, was it, was it a one-year course? At uh, the first year, art and design intermediate was one year. Spatial design, three years. And you did that? I chose spatial design and it was it was a big mistake for me. Um, I just recall trying to turn every project into something that was painting related. And, you know, really... Um, yeah, I think I just sort of lost my mm. way, you know. And why didn't you go to Elam then? I really... I really don't know. Like I lost connection with uh, my passion or what I was doing. You know, I sort of lost my focus and um, and I have it now. <laughs> mm, yeah. But, it, uh, yeah, but it's, I definitely, um, it, well, I had no choice, you know, it's something that w- would never leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was knocking on the door mm. all the way through. Yeah. So the spatial design, did you feel like it was a choice that was going to put you in good stead for the career? I guess so, yeah. Stuff? I guess so. Um, I had an interest in interiors, but really I probably could have done an interior design degree, but I, you know, I, I really didn't know what I was doing. I struggled with the tech um, modules, you know, the, the CAD stuff uh, was just a bit slow going for me. And I, all I, all I ever wanted to do was paint, but I just mm. perhaps didn't have the maturity to mm. connect with that mm. at that time. Yeah. It's a shame in a way. I mean, do yeah. you re- regret not doing that? Oh, or? hugely. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been interesting to see what might've come out of being at Elam. Um, oh, I know. And it's tempting to even think about going there. Mm. You know, I toy with the idea mm. or, or somewhere, uh, would have been really interesting to see 
if I'd followed my passion at that age, whether mm. it would have, you know, oh, I'm sure it would have taken me down a different path. Mm. Yeah. 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 But, you know, maybe that wasn't the way you were meant to N- No, go. no. Huh. It is what it is, yeah, I guess. Yeah, exactly. It's your journey. Yeah. So the spatial design, when you finished that, did that lead into a job? No, I just went travelling. I, um, I was struggling with it. I didn't really enjoy it. And um, I really wanted to go travelling, so... Went travelling for about two and a half years and um, first place was Costa Rica and so spent a bit of time there and then went to, had the two-year work visa in the UK. So worked in a lot of um, jobs which were pretty uninspiring really Um, and yeah and then uh, it wasn't sort of till I came home that I made a commit, more of a commitment to myself to to follow my heart, yeah. And that was painting. Yeah, it took a wee while to, again, make that commitment. So I started painting. I started dabbling in painting. Uh, but I think I suffered from a – I realised along the way that I suffered from a bad case of perfectionism, which was like a creative block. So I had plenty of ideas, but I could never finish anything. Mm. <laughs> so I'd sort of get towards the end and it would end up getting destroyed. Like it would – be painted over or sanded back or um, I don't know if you know. Oh, know yeah. That. <laughs> yeah, I know that. I, I was doing that. I did that for years and it was really frustrating. Mm. And then well, – It just wasn't yeah. what you wanted the final <clears throat> result to be or you just felt it wasn't good enough? Well, I didn't – yeah, I didn't really realise that I had, uh, you know, perf- perfectionism going on. Someone actually said it to me. They said, are you a perfectionist? And I thought, no, that's not me. <laughs> But when it came to my paintings, for sure, yeah, there's a, there's like visions and hallucinations, I suppose, that are going on in my mind of what I see, and then I go about making them, and it's a really different story, you know. And uh, so there was a level of control, I guess, that I wanted to have over the end result, and um, yeah, and it just never could could never get there. So I would just sort of. Throw in the towel. At the mm, end. Yeah. That's really fascinating. Isn't yeah. It? So you think it was the the work wasn't lining up with what you had in your head? Uh, p- partly that. And what would happen is I'd start off really free and loose and really enjoying myself, and then I would feel more restrained as I went along. And so as the layers get built, um, the freedom would get lost, and the and the my head would kick in more. And I think. I, I knew that and I wasn't enjoying the experience of the painting and the work was reflective of that. Mm. Uh, and, wow. yeah, so I didn't feel like it was good enough as far as what I was trying to achieve. That mm. sort of lucidity was gone halfway along, or you know. Mm. Yeah. And was the work then similar to what you're doing now or is it quite different? Probably, yeah, for sure, similar, but um, pretty random as well. I was sort of experimenting a lot with all sorts of things, Mm. you know. So there's a lot of experimentation. I I think when you're experimenting, there are a lot of, you sort of need to be more forgiving with yourself, you know, as as opposed to having an amazing finished piece, you know. Mm. It can still be amazing. Exactly. Just enjoy it for the, yeah, where you're at. Yeah, the experimentation, yeah. Yeah. So when you were working then, when you came back from travelling, mm. were you was that full time painting, or were you working another job? And um, I, wor- I started working another jobs. I worked in sort of um, with 
New Zealand furniture and interiors. Um, I worked at a place called Eon Design Centre. And then um, then I worked for Textile Era Fabric Company. So that was one thing I had thought about was perhaps getting into fabric design because of perhaps the nature of the mm. way that I paint and how I see things and mm. the sort of textures and colours. But again, I think that was me thinking that that's how I could turn it into a career as opposed to actually just honouring the fact that all I want to do is paint. <laughs> mm. Yeah. You know you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I totally do. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So how did you get to the point where you were uh, so much painting? I probably, yeah, so I had my first son and Jack and sort of started painting here and there as he got a little bit older and went to kindy. Uh, still suffering from the, diff- the the challenges of not being able to finish a painting. And then Oscar came along five years later and because the gap was a bit bigger than I intended, the desire to paint had just gotten out of control. <laughs> and I just, um, I think I just pushed through the perfectionism part and I realised that um, I need to just celebrate the work for what it is and where I'm at and get it finished and put it out to show and enjoy it for what it is. And I'm not really sure at what point I allowed myself to do that. It it feels like perhaps a couple of years ago, two or three years ago. And the more I do that, the easier it is to do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I wonder if there was a sort of catalyst that helped you over the hump. Mm. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think probably I've probably quite a, I've ref, done a lot of reflecting in the last few years. Yeah, kind of a lot of bit of work on myself and trying to understand um, what makes me tick. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Mm. And was it? I mean, do you find it useful to have a show or a deadline that makes? Oh you, yeah, yeah, forces you to have something finished. Yeah, it's a really good thing and a, and and not not such a good thing all at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> But it's definitely a journey because I think the more I do it, uh, the more I make friends with it. Yeah. Yeah. I I need that to finish work. But uh, it can sometimes add to the restraints, you know, that I, that I have. So, mm. yeah. Mm. I'm searching for that um, perfect balance. Yeah, which I'm not sure exists, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. So um, for the listeners who don't know your work, I mean, obviously you can see your work on your website um, and mm. on Instagram mm. and on our blog. So we've got all the links for your um, your work on mm. the blog and some images. Yeah. But um, for somebody who hasn't seen your work, can you describe a way, was there a way of describing what mm, your work Good question, like? Yeah. You know, I, I see it as it's definitely an abstract artwork, which is very um, like a very sort of strong response to colour and texture. Well, that's what it is for me. And uh, so there tends to be a fair bit of movement. Uh, I guess what I and – and it's about the layering really. So, um yeah, I'm heavily inspired by this environment that we live in out here in Murawai, and that's why I moved here. Uh, I love this West Coast energy. 
and it's just absolutely breathtaking. Uh, so again, it's it's like being that kid that was in the garden, but I'm an adult out here. However, I think I need to slow down a little bit out here and not be running through it. So I've been getting into running and I think now it's time to just maybe, you know, sit and be in it a bit more. Life just gets a little bit busy and yeah, I think that's where I'm at with my work as well. Mm. And can yeah. you tell us about the the kind of mark making and the, the way you use paint? Yeah, um, I love using paint as a medium. It's just, uh, it's really, I find it really organic and it's nature, you know, and I love playing with it and seeing what it can do. Uh, and it's just... I've I've learned a lot through teaching myself uh, how to create the sort of layers that I'm trying to create. I guess that's how I see things when I'm out and about. I just sort of see layers and textures and colours and I have to respond to that, you know. And um, so I've been playing around a lot with diluting paint to get the translucency that I'm looking for and then, you know, working on thicker layers and smearing the paint or scraping the paint, cutting back into the paint, yeah. And what paint? Is it acrylic or? Acrylic, yeah. And using water or mediums? Uh, No, just water, Mm. yeah. I've tried using a little bit of mediums, but water's just sort of become my friend, I guess, yeah. 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 Do you use ink? Well. Oh yeah, love ink. Yeah, with your marking. So some yeah. a lot of your markings are with ink as well. With, yeah, with ink and, and pencil and acrylic. And um, I'd love to have a play around with some different mediums, but I feel like I'm just really getting to know, you know, the acrylic that I have at the moment. I have a some a, a black gesso which I really love using, and it it separates beautifully when it's diluted in the right way, mm. and also. Some of the acrylic paints, you know, I just love once you dilute them, you often see, you know, the the different colours that are going on. So I think I'm enjoying seeing them all sort of mixed together and trying to let the paint sort of take charge instead of you know, have too much control over it. Mm, yeah. Which is, which is good yeah. for you, isn't it, yeah. I suppose, to yeah. make that happen Yeah, without controlling it too much. Yeah, it, it's an interesting one trying to control mm. something like, you know, I, I basically want to have a completely intuitive response and not really have any control over the work, but I feel like that's um, to be, yeah, it's sort of a long journey, mm, <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. That might come later. Mm, that's what I'm striving for. Mm. That's what makes me hungry to paint. Yeah. Cool. Mm. And the black gesso is that you use that like paint, not not as a sort of initial. Oh, you know, yeah, it's a, it's like paint. Yeah. Oh, wow. So yeah. Does that feel quite different to acrylic? I've never. Uh, it just used it, it just like behaves differently. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Just yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And do you make, do you work hard making the exact colour that's in your head? Yes. Yeah. However, I do love some of the colours that present themselves once you've let them blend and, yeah, sort of, again, it's that balance between letting it go and having a bit of control over it. Mm. You know, sometimes I might heavily dilute a mark and that needs a whole day to dry and, 
it starts to shoot off the, the side and you have to bring it back. So sometimes I have to sort of wedge up one side to try and keep it in place. And, mm. Yeah. So there's an element of control over the organicness of the running paint. <laughs> yeah. The bloody paint. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, is, is your work actually responding to a particular thing that you've seen, that you've photographed or that you've drawn? Yes. Or is it a combination of, of Oh, stuff? yeah. It's, um, I guess I, I spend a lot of time collecting so, so it's like I I go out and I see you know like a, a broken shell or a bit of seaweed or just the way that the indigo is mixed with the coffee color in the sand and so all of these things sort of get hoarded in my brain and I photograph them or I bring them home and and then I guess they inform my work and it's interesting it's all just kind of changed recently that I have, I then sort of go home and play around with making marks that um, interpret what it is that I've collected or even a feeling that I've had um, when I've been down on the beach that morning. And then I've ended up actually hoarding a whole pile of marks. <laughs> so oh. uh, I'll make a mark and, you know, it's inspired by a broken shell and, uh, cut it out and keep it because I just there's something lovely in that particular mark mm. but the lesson that I'm learning at the moment is um that that magic is in that mark but it can't be recreated it's it, it, uh yeah and so what I've done is I've taken this giant pile of marks and I've thrown them away really <laughs> yeah wow mm. I yeah, thought you were going to say that you were sticking them onto your painting. Well, I, I started to sort of go down that road and it's not how I'm feeling. Yeah. How I'm feeling is I want to move my body and I, I really want to paint with movement and I want to feel almost like I'm dancing when I'm painting. And once you get into cut-out mark mode, mm. <laughs> you you lose that that sense of mm, movement. It's more measured. It's, a, it's, a, it's another whole kettle of fish, you know, and, mm. and also I think – you know, it's like I, it takes away from the intuitive response. There's sort of more calculation and more control in there. So yeah. uh, I think I just I love it when I have a moment where I make a mark or I make a whole pile of marks and they're just free and they're more intuitive than they are sort of preconceived. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But it's come from something real. The inspiration yeah. has come from. Oh, yeah, yeah. Something. Yeah, it's all sort of collected from around here. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And do you, is there a particular artist that inspires you as well, or is it just purely nature? <sighs> oh, no, definitely. There's lots of artists that I've been inspired by over time. Um, uh, yeah, I'd say I'm just thinking of ones in the past. I, I used to love John Olson. I mean, I still love John Olson, but I loved his lineal sort of free drawing making it just used to make me really happy but I suppose at the moment I, I have a real favorite artist who's um, Jean-Baptiste Beconson he's French I don't he's I don't know a lot about him but his work is just divine yeah he's mm, I'll put a link to that in the yeah in the I'd blog. say he's like an abstract expressionist I, I'm not really good with the correct titles for mm -hmm. but his work each piece really feels uh, like it comes from the gut, you know. It comes from another place, you know. He's uh, He is what I would describe as an incredibly sophisticated, um, intuitive mark maker, yeah. 
and I just yeah I lose myself in his work it's beautiful yeah and how does that inform your own work do you think um I think he's helping to inspire me to um do to he's helping to inspire me with that in myself which is the very thing that I am searching for you know yeah Mm, that's amazing yeah yeah awesome yeah yeah there's lots of parallels but um it's cool when you find an artist that you can really relate to and uh I believe he's on a it sounds like he's on a similar sort of journey but he he has to paint he's sort of like a lot of painters they have to paint you know a lot of artists they have to do what they do because yeah the urge is just too strong to ignore I Mm, guess (laughs) yeah yeah, it's very in Mm. there Oh, I'm going to have to check out this guy, yeah, yeah. John Baptiste. I only got introduced to him um, a couple of years ago. A friend showed me, and I just. But you know, you sort of keep going back there. Yeah, mm. it's amazing, isn't it? How you can be inspired by a person, yeah, or an artist, and also so much by nature, yeah, and that sort of crosses over almost. Doesn't yeah, it? yeah. I mean, when I look at a lot, a lot of his work, I see uh, a lot of the ocean in there. And it's sort of a lot of the time it's like you're really deep down under the ocean. I showed my partner and he said, oh, he must be a surfer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because it's, yeah, but it's very evocative. Mm. And, um, yeah, so I feel like I'm, my story is a little similar. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He's a self-taught artist I've just recently discovered and um, hasn't been painting for a, a huge amount of time. But yeah, check it out. Mm, definitely <laughs> will. Can't yeah. wait. And um, it's, when it comes to your actual process, do you you know how does how does your day work, or how mm. how do you run your mm. your painting? Um, usually, there's sort of a session down at the beach in the morning, or there's several during the week that then get sort of the collecting goes on. <laughs> it comes back. I have been starting to write more about what I see and how I feel. So uh, it's more about the response that I'm looking for and sometimes writing about it helps me to remove myself from the sort of literal response and uh, like a poem, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And so then drawing from the words, I get a different, you know, it's like another – um, it's sort of another step to taking it into my own, bringing it into my own sort of, yeah, if that makes sense. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so, yeah, beautiful. there's been more writing going on and journal, a little bit of journal work where I play around with what I've been, you know. But what I used to do a lot of was make sort of experimental marks and collect them and now – my process has totally changed because I've I've ditched the marks and I think what I want to do is not actually do any experimenting. I just want to go gung-ho straight into it. Mm. And, and that's quite challenging and a little bit scary when you would like to produce finished work that you're happy with. And, but it's what, I think I need to do in order to be happy with my work. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. And you seem like you are very experimental in the way that you work. Mm. I mean, it's it's almost like there's sort of two sides that you're trying mm. to create mm. what's in your head. Mm. But then you're also in what you're inspired mm. by, but you're also quite interested in the materiality of what yeah. you're making and, and how things work yeah. together. And so, yeah. I mean, I guess it's just giving 
yes. letting that go to get that yeah. experimental in your actual final canvas or for sure and I, I think I actually would like to get the head right out of it mm. <laughs> you know it's sort of that's what is so inviting about painting is that there's an opportunity for me to get out of my head and and into the painting and let the painting sort of emerge but um that's yeah that, that is the challenge it's mm. like a challenge yeah mm. yeah and do you find do you think that you're starting to feel happier with the work yeah actually weirdly like I have little moments where or I have one piece every now and then where I look at it and I go oh I'm, I'm actually okay with that one I'm you know mm. <laughs> I feel like that one that one, you know, I'm happy. I'm happier than usual, yeah. and it's not many, but they, they there are more and more. And just recently, I feel like I can see myself moving more with the work, and um, I don't really want to play out a vision in my head or any ideas. I just want to have my response to color and texture and let that come out of me. So. And just recently, I've started to see that happen a little bit more, which is really mm, cool. Yeah, so very satisfying for a change. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and I wonder what creates that. You know, is it just you making and making and making so you get to that point? Mm. Or is it something mm. in your head? I think it's a bit of both, for sure. I think the more you make, you can really push through things and and learn a lot. Um, but I, I think I can get myself a bit burnt out as well, which then turns it, you know, you, you need to have breaks. You need to find time to switch off. And mm. I find when I'm painting, I find it really hard to switch painting off. You know, I take it to bed with me. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, it's it's like, it's all, yeah, it's all encompassing. Mm. And so, yeah, I definitely need to learn to have a better balance. But mm. it, yeah, it's it's that obsessive kind of <laughs> nature. Yeah, I'm sure many people understand what yes. you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Very common, isn't it? Mm. And um, how do you... Um, how do you do it when you've got young kids and, mm. you know, a busy life and mm. all these other things that you do? How do you manage? Yeah, I don't know. People say to me sometimes, how do you manage to switch on creatively with, you know, I've got a small house and um, kids and everything, and that's never a problem. Um, it's, I mean... Switching it, it off is the problem. Probably. Yeah, actually, switching it off is the problem. Yeah, so being able to then pick up the kids and switch off and... Um, you know, and in the evening, switch off. And so that, that you know, that's so important because uh, once you get a momentum going, you, you're kind of in it mm. and, and it's exciting, you know, and, and incredibly frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's like you've got to solve. I feel like it's, a, you know, a whole series of problems I have to solve and, a, and, then, I, and then I'm wanting to just have a big old dance and, like, cut loose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I think you should film yourself, actually. I'd like to see that. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So, um, you know, how do you find it when you um, want to be painting and you've got that momentum, mm. but you need to be doing something, you know, reading the kids a story or mm. do you sometimes just kind of sneak away and, and carry on? Or There's definitely been sneak away moments and – but I'd rather, I, I think it's better for myself and for everyone if I just actually learn to shut it off, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's that's where I'm at now. Mm. <laughs> but you're full-time painting. Oh, uh, pretty much. I mean, I put Oscar into an extra day at kindy, and so that gives me, I guess, four days. But they're not full days because you're still a mum and you're still um, 
picking the kids up and dropping them off and doing all the you know house stuff so it is important to then switch off from that when you're working from home yeah yeah it's difficult yeah have you considered getting a studio I have yeah that would be great and the only problem is is that oh this might be the perfect answer (laughs) (laughs) I then I can't sneak away. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's a really good thing, yeah. (laughs) No, but sometimes something's drying and I need to just do like a little something Mm. and so that would just sort of take that freedom away. Yeah. Yeah. That's a balance, isn't it? I mean, there's good things and bad things. Yeah. Yeah. So when the kids are older. Well, we're talking about putting a studio out the back. So, um, you know, know, I'm sure I'll have my own space eventually, but ideally – you know, on the property. We'll see. Who knows? Mm, mm. Yeah. And your work is very well received. Um, I'm really interested to know how you find that, you know, when mm. you sort of have that slight perfectionism going on mm. and, um, and wanting to get a certain result. Mm. How do you find it when people love all the work that you're making? Oh, that's really nice that you say that. And I have been feeling really grateful about that lately, that I feel that it helps to, you know, the the – um, being at my work being well received is giving me the opportunity to keep painting and and you know sort of take it further. Uh, I absolutely love seeing people get joy from my work and they all get something different out of it and it really surprises me sometimes the things that I hear people say uh, and that is that is one of the biggest rewards. But um, to be honest, the perfectionism sort of sits in me. It's sort of more, yeah, once it's gone, it's gone and I can let go of it. Yeah. And I'm definitely learning to just look at the work and go, that's where I was at in that moment. And, you know, it's it's kind of quite actually quite lovely reflecting on it. Mm. Mm. Well, that's good. Mm. That's that's a good place to be. Yeah, yeah. It took me a while to just. That's mm. a re- very recent thing. That's great. Yeah. So, when where to from here when it comes to selling your work? Do you think? Mm. Good question. I, I'm really not too sure. I'm sort of focusing on doing the work. Um, this is, you know, there's a lot. Uh, I have a website which my uh, partner Steve um, kindly made for me quite some time ago. Gave it to me as a birthday present. Nice. <laughs> uh, it's and which is so lovely to have that support. Yeah, um, that's great. And so I just have to really get work on there. Um, uh, so I've, I've been working on a body of work that I can draw from, and then you know now that COVID's sort of potentially under more control and we can have more shows, then now I will um, commit to more shows. But I've been hesitant to do so. A, because I don't want to put that pressure on my family or myself. Um, and I feel like as I get into more of a flow, I'm better at producing work. So it's sort of just about finding that flow. And then when I'm in that, I think I might be able to commit to more. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Are you connected to is it art form? Yeah, art form and um, Medicana have been really supportive and they are another great place for supporting New Zealand artists. Mm. yeah, it's it's been lovely um, being part of that, and Murawai Arts, which is coming up soon, and I am really looking forward to that. And um, yeah, I might go in a couple of the 
school shows. I'm not not, mm-hmm. not really sure. I've talked yeah. about the odd show with somebody, but yeah, I'm just a bit hesitant to sort of launch into too much and then, you know, just cause myself a bit too much stress. I mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got to get that sort of the whole yeah. balance right, don't you? And it's awesome yeah. that you're making. You've got lots of mm. ideas, haven't you, and inspiration at the moment. Yeah, 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 that's always there. Yeah, the inspiration's always there. Which is great, yeah. really. Some people don't have that. Mm. Yeah, oh, fascinating story. Mm. Anything else you want to say about your practice or process? Um, uh, I think I just, something I, I read, a letter from my father passed away nearly 10 years ago and he, I read a letter that he wrote to me um, before he died and we were very close and um, it it said if I could give you one piece of advice it would be to do what you love and do it now so yeah oh that's beautiful isn't it Mm. (laughs) wow yeah I guess without realizing it I've I've gone about doing that (laughs) yeah and that's that's a gift that he's given you yeah in a way yeah, and it's it's so nice that you're kind of bringing him into your work. Almost. Yeah, I just sort of I joined the dots. You know, I read the mm. letter for the first time the other day, and I thought, oh, that's that's that so cool, so cool. Yeah, how yeah. amazing! And he must have known that you had it in you, and you yeah. just needed yeah. someone to kind of nudge you over the yeah over the line. He sort of talked about that a bit in the letter. I was very lucky that he was. Um, able to write me a, a big letter mm, before he passed away, that's you know. So beautiful. That doesn't always happen, you know, for no. people. Yeah. Something well, to hold on to yeah, and cherish. You'll yeah. And you'll treasure that forever. Mm. Oh, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. It's really special. It's <laughs> yeah. beautiful. Yeah. So, um, just moving on. Yeah. Um, have you got any ideas about, you know, working with one particular gallery? Do you like that sort of idea? Mm. Um, or. Is that something that's sort of not so interesting for you, or mm. you know that sort of in the future? Maybe, if, maybe in the future. I'm not really, um, I'm not really thinking about that. I, I feel like I have quite a bit to learn within my own work, mm. and that's to, that sort of stuff is to come. Perhaps you know, just for me, it's about uh getting a a better sort of balance with switching off and getting a good momentum on the work side mm. of things getting a body of work together and then maybe assessing things from there yeah uh i would love to be able to keep keep practicing and um yeah pursuing my art journey i mean like i like i sort of don't feel like i have a choice mm. Mm. <laughs> um and just see I'm so you. lucky that I have this opportunity to be, to be able to do it, that mm. my, my family support me, that my partner supports me, you know. Um, so, yeah, I just want to go for it. Mm. But I have thought about looking at doing art therapy at some point, yeah, studying art therapy, but who knows, or, mm. or going to art school. <laughs> mm. It would be so interesting. It would be really interesting. Yeah. A part of me is a bit hesitant to go there. Yeah. You know, because I don't know. I sort of feel like I'm starting to get a bit of my own momentum, mm, mm. but I could do with some help. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. what? I mean, imagine if it was like the old days at school yeah. where people were saying, oh, you can't do that. Well, that's what, making... I'm, that's what I'm scared of. Yeah. yeah. So that's I actually, quite terrifying. I actually wanted to be an art teacher for a while, and then I remembered 
the the requirements and the curriculum that you had for mm, and I just I was like oh there's no way I'd be able to handle that mm. yeah yeah well, probably make amazing artists but maybe not people who pass <laughs> I'd be, I'd be, I'd be pushing them to, <laughs> yeah. to, to fail probably. Well, yeah, in that, in that area, yeah, but probably not another. Yeah, way. yeah, yeah, and that's what why, well, I don't know. Um, I'd love to be able to help people, you know, connect with that um, in themselves. You know, there's a lot of people that were turned off from art at a young age. They mm. were made to believe that they were no good and. It's just so sad, mm. you know. They've never got to explore mm. their creativity and there's so much joy to be had there. Yeah, there really is. I mean, you know all about that. Yeah, you know? and even just, you know, living a life where creativity is part of you mm. opens you up to so many other things. You know, mm. even just, I've talked about this with another guest, you know, just how observant you are with the things around you. Yeah. It's like a gift. Yes, yes. Whereas some people just don't notice anything. They're just running through yeah, their lives. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that's a real oh, treasure for artists. It sort of changes the way you see people. Yeah, you, the way you see things. And mm. anyone can have that. Mm. You know, they can, doesn't matter, you know, they can just have a go and mm. change the way that they see things. Mm. I had uh, a friend who bought a painting who didn't see the beach or in the same way and then bought a painting and said that they now see things that they never even paid attention to mm. before you know inspired by a painting that they'd, and I, like that was just the best thing to yeah, ever hear that's a yeah. great thing to get out of your painting yeah so. yeah so what with the art therapy would you like to work with people getting them creative mm. to help them sort of in yeah. their lives or what, were, what I, were I don't really thinking? know exactly what art therapy I don't know whether it's to help people with uh, who are having difficulties you know to what degree or what areas you get into with your art therapy but I I just have a, a need to help especially adults I think um, get some joy from um, being creative but also in a kind of a more of a personal kind of healing sort of way mm. you know um, because that's what I think it is for me. It's mm. a very personal journey and it's, it is about working through my own difficulties and insecurities and self-doubt and, you know, and then like, like for example, learning to put my work out there and not destroy the painting, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've been through that journey, haven't you? Mm. So, and I think you'd have so much to offer. You'd be really good at that. Oh, thanks. Yeah, Thank you. you. <laughs> that's something to, you know, store away yeah, for so the it's, future. Yeah, it's in the, ba in, in the back of my mind yeah, for sure, yeah. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. Very cool. Well, mm. um, I think that we can just get on to some of our other final questions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for sharing. It's so interesting to hear about oh, your yeah, process. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, honestly, thank you so much. Like, this is such a cool opportunity. Yeah, oh, good. And, um, and I love how you're supporting the art community. Thank yeah. you. So um, we've kind of talked about what's in the future for you already. Um, mm. I'd like to know what you do in your spare time, Katrina. <laughs> do you have any spare time? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like uh, now that I've finished a deadline, I can chill out a bit more, so that's good. Um, I I like to surf. <clears throat> um, I'm not very good, but I I feel like surfing and paintings really has got the same sort of calling, and uh, I'm I'm just yeah. So I like to surf, but I don't do it enough. So I'd like to surf more, a lot more. Um, I run. And I go for the occasional walk. I used to walk and now I just have to run. Mm. Uh, wow. <laughs> um, 
I love catching up with friends, really good friends, and having a good old yarn and a laugh. Um, I love eating. <laughs> and I would love to go out and, and go out for dinner more. But I guess living out here, you sort of can't, yeah, can't mm. sort of, it's a bit of a mish, really. Mm, yeah. Coming back. But it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I love so many things. I love trying new things. But I think, yeah, life has been full and I'd like to create space for some more things, you mm. know, new I adventures. Think, I feel like there's lots coming your way. Mm. Oh, cool. Yeah. Not that I'm a mind reader. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. <laughs> Um, and it would be interesting to know if you have any advice for people starting out on their creative journey. Oh, well, to be kind to themselves, yeah. Um, just to allow themselves to play and uh, be brave and just uh, sort of accept where you're at and just keep working through it because it is a really big journey and just yeah enjoy the process be in the moment as cliche as it sounds <laughs> I love it. yeah um and what do you love most about what you do uh, oh tricky question and <laughs> she didn't Katrina didn't have this before so it's which is what I like uh, I just love it when you get the brush and you put it in the paint or and you spread it across the canvas. Like it's very tactile. It's like a real turn on, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know? So good. It's it's like it's an overwhelmingly good feeling. Yeah. 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 <laughs> good answer. Very cool. Yeah. I think I'm a bit lost for words. <laughs> It's not really sexual innuendo, exactly, <laughs> yes, but. <laughs> I, I just couldn't think of the right. <laughs> I know what you, you mean. You know exactly what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. It's totally inspiring. <laughs> uh, what's your favourite place in New Zealand and why? Oh, Great Barrier, Great Barrier Island. Um, that place is just magic, I reckon. Yeah, just uh, something about it. It's just, um, t yeah, takes my breath away. And uh, my father grew up there for the first 10 years of his life, so. Wow. Um, there's that connection as well, but uh, yeah, I just it's just definitely my favorite place. Mm. Yeah. Have you been there? I've only sailed there, so I've mm. spent time in the bays, but I've Not never side, yeah. really been. I mean, I've like walked up from the bays, but yeah. never spent time on the island or on mm. the beaches mm. so much. Beaches are amazing. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I've been over the other side where the beaches are. Yeah. It's, I need to go. It's like an island that feels like it's got all these sort of little different snippets of country, other countries all piled into the mm. one island. Yeah. Mm. And it's pretty remote, isn't it? Yeah, that's another great thing. You it's know, you still, sort of feel like you get away. Yeah. yeah it hasn't really been affected. Mm. Mm. But, I mean, it must have been very quiet when your dad was there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With my nana. Yeah, they had no – I mean, they don't have any power there now. Yeah. Mm. And my grandfather worked f as the ra ranger on the island, so, oh. yeah. So there's no power on the island? No. Well, they use generators. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you have to get there by plane. Ferry or, or plane, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that's a good thing for the keeping it remote. The boat ride's pretty challenging. <laughs> yeah. It can be rough. <laughs> can be really rough. And – um West coast of New Zealand or east coast? West. West is best. <laughs> <laughs> Can't help it. Uh, I think it helps to blow air into my brain or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love the east coast and especially up, you know, up north. But um, yeah, I guess I have a pull to be here and yeah, mm. it is. Yeah. 
I mean, we're, we're so lucky. They're just, it's just amazing everywhere, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's a very special place. Different energies, very different energies on mm. each side, yeah. Yeah, and just getting that sense of weather, bad or good, is mm. it's very powerful, mm. isn't it, in this place? Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, Katrina, mm. we're going to wrap that up. Thank okay. you so much. It's, Thank you. Um, you know, I love your work, as you know, and um, I was hoping to get one for my birthday this oh, year, but that oh. didn't quite happen. Oh. I'm really hoping that oh. George is on to my birthday uh, presents. Be w- <laughs> one day, <laughs> another option. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, but, no yeah. pressure, George. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I love your work. and um, And hearing the sort of depth that goes on behind it mm. um, is – really interesting for me and quite moving and I think for other people seeing your work if they listen to this podcast will have mm. a whole other appreciation for for your work mm. because of you know the process and the inspiration and the ideas that you know go through you. I mean I find that when I listen to the other artists it's it's a whole it yeah. adds a whole new dimension yeah. to looking and receiving their work yeah. Yeah I think so. Yeah, it just sort of has. So even if you don't actually connect with the work, yeah, you, it helps you to connect in a different way. Yeah, yeah, you have yeah. a different appreciation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is important. Yeah. So uh, thank you for squeezing us into your busy schedule, <laughs> <laughs> and I hope you have a good night's sleep tonight. Yeah. Yes. Thanks. Got to yeah. switch off, eh? <laughs> yeah. It's not always easy, but yeah, it's been lovely chatting. Thanks. Katrina. Yeah. Thanks so much, Mandy. Thank yeah. you. Cool.